I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Dr. Kurt Nielsen, president of Partizia Blockchain. And I want to begin with what you're claiming to pioneer, multi-party computation technology. What is multi-party computation technology? Let's set the ground rules for people first. That's a good question. So multi-party computation is actually something that has been along for, for a very long time. So it goes back to the late 70s, where the researchers showed that you can actually share a secret. So what this is all about is about handling private information or actually being able to compute directly on encrypted data, which sort of sets a new agenda for how to do data security. And that's what we bring to blockchain. Well, one of the problems with the blockchain, of course, is that it is an an immutable record. Mm-hmm. But that's also its advantage. But it does mean there's a lack of privacy. Exactly. So you don't want to put private data on, on an immutable ledger. That's the first step. So, so that's not, not what we're doing. We are using the blockchain as a way of orchestrating the way you do the private computations. So the blockchain uh, in sort of technical terms function as a total order broadcast channel that make tr- keep track of the person involved in computation and the type of, of a computation being done in, in encrypted form on the individual nodes. So there's no private data on the blockchain because you shouldn't put private data on, on, on the blockchain. At some point, it will be revealed. So that should be kept off-chain, but you can still use the blockchain as a pretty ideal way of orchestrating your, your private uh, computations. So it's really melted closely together. Well, you've been talking up to a point in the abstract at the moment as to what can be done and what should be done. How does that translate into a real-world example? Yes, so so real-world examples is basically anything that uh, need uh, where you need to keep private information hidden. So you could you could uh, and that was actually the starting point for for our business and also the research behind was auctions, uh, sealed bid auctions. So where we use the technology to, to basically replace the trustee. So we talked about the differences between blockchain and, and MPC and zero knowledge computation. So in, in, in blockchain, it's more like you try to replace the coordinator in the economy with an immutable ledger. So everyone can agree on what is the state of, of the world. So with MPC, we are doing the same, but we are solving for privacy. So we are replacing the trustee, which is in many use cases. So in, in the auction example, you will have a typically a, a consultancy house that is uh, keeping track of the sealed bid or, or make sure that they stay uh, hidden and only the winner and the winning prize is revealed at the end. This obviously has significant implications for financial transactions. Yes, so for financial transaction, you could have this uh, type of auction. You could have continuous matching of, of orders where you, you don't reveal your, your preferences. You would just have this continuous uh, matching of your preferences and uh, other preferences in the economy. And you find these uh, matches, what trades is going to happen. And you should be able to realize more trades, basically. You should be able to realize more gain in, in the economy by such a sort of continuous matching of opportunities and preferences. And at the same time, you still, with the blockchain, you still have that record of transactions, which 
possibly you don't have with any other form of technology. Exactly. So, so you can you have use the blockchain and the immutable ledger to keep track of what needs to be public. So you re- really need to know who are the players, and you need that should be trustworthy information. Who are the the bidders in in an auction? If we consider that example again, and, and who is going to be the winner at the end? But you you don't need all the private information, and that you can bring into many other uh, scenarios. Like you could take an example of reg- regulation where we have. Uh, typically some KYC, where you might want to do some matches, but you don't necessarily want to disclose people's private information, or you want to do some fraud detection, but you don't want to necessarily look into and and reveal all the details in the transactions. You just want to find these fraud patterns in the systems and nail down on these cases and take it from there. So if I can simplistically put it this way, the blockchain provides the provenance and the MPC provides the security. Yes, in terms of uh, handling the confidentiality, yes. So this is something that Partizia blockchain is working on itself, yes? This is exactly, so Partizia blockchain is, is exactly this orchestration or this way of bringing uh, privacy to, to blockchain and not just to blockchain, but, but using blockchain as a way of orchestrating privacy across all platforms, whether it's on blockchain, any blockchain or it's on any other platform. And you've just raised around $20 million, I understand. What's that money going for? This money is going to realize a roadmap that will develop this infrastructure. And it's we're starting out at a very sort of evolved level. So the first version is ready. We started the foundation, I should say that, in October last year. And the first version of the infrastructure is going to be released as the and launch by the end of this year, in Q4 this year. And then we are going to further develop that infrastructure, as well as, as building applications uh, that is going to really sort of bring this technology into value and use. So what's your target market? Who are you, who are you going to be pitching your solution at? Yeah, so that would be uh, talking about the, the applications. And, and we have a number of, of, of ways to, to bring this uh, to, to the markets uh, one way is actually to bring Patricia blockchain in as a, what is called a second layer on other blockchains. And this is actually this, the whole token economy, which is part of this, is designed exactly for that. So we are not uh, creating a token that is used as a means of payment, but rather using existing tokens. So this is if Patricia blockchain functions as a second layer on Cardano, ADA would be the means of payment for the use of the service. So that's one approach. Another approach is to use or to facilitate the trade or the transfer of value and data, which is something called token bridges. It's data bridges. It's those kind of interoperability applications that we are developing. The token economy itself seems to be growing exponentially at the moment. How do you see your part in that? The whole way that you pay for the use of our network is through bring your own coin. So the users, they bring in the existing cryptocurrencies or tokens and use that to pay for privacy-preserving computations on the Patricia blockchain network. So that means that we are closely from day one linked to the existing ecosystem and tapping directly into, into that. The marketplace for you is providing that level of security on top of any other blockchain. Exactly as well as other platform. 
So it, it, it's not just about looking at blockchain as an isolated ecosystem, but uh, more like a, a, a different approach to a platforming economy that is more neutral than what we know today. So it's maybe more, if you look ahead, it's replacing the, uh, or uh, provide an alternative to, to the existing platform uh, for the internet economy that is more neutral. It's, it's run by a number of uh, independent <laughs> nodes and it's uh, providing uh, privacy from day one and from the very sort of basic infrastructure. I suppose we have to accept the fact that anything I publish online is not going to be private, but you're offering a way for my privacy to be protected. Yeah, you can say that, but but since we're building this infrastructure, it's all about uh, bringing in developers and, and who will build applications on top directly on top of this infrastructure, which would allow for a new data economy where the data remains private from the from the very beginning. So when you enter data, it stays private forever. Or uh, which is actually opening up a new type of data economy. So you, you as the subject and the the owner of these data, you remain in control of the data, and it's still possible to use these data to generate insight and uh, in in various types of uh, statistics and computations. Well, it's also a way of actually giving me power over my data, which, frankly, in the internet at the moment, I don't have. That's basically uh, what we're aiming for, to, to change the data economy in such a way that you have control of your, your own data in a data economy and hereby sort of basically sort of reshaping the power structures in, in, the, in the data economy and, and allowing for probably more value since you are sort of rewarding where data comes from originally. You might get both higher quality data and you might get more of that if it's designed well. Thank you very much, Dr. Kurt Nielsen, President of Partizia Blockchain.